0: you know i don't know what what's wrong with this drug of cloud you know because people as soon as they chase cloud they start doing a lot of stuff and they don't think about how it's going to treat the next person how the next person is gonna feel they just want to say i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and i just want to say man i i don't care what you guys do i don't care how much you think musa kaula is great i don't personally you know for doing this i don't really condone him I don't like what he's doing. I'm never gonna like what he's doing because I'm someone that is more about positive vibes, yeah? I think today's podcast might just well be called Michali Damasa's episode because everything that I'm going to be talking about today is probably going to have a lot of Michali in it. And mind you, mind you, don't get me wrong, I really love Michali. I think she's like an amazing, hardworking person, you know? People have their exceptions, though. They don't like the fact that she literally got to be with someone else's husband right but i don't know i don't want to get into these things because i believe for me like men are the ones that are actually liable of these things if you have to fight anyone because of anything that they did or any family breaking always fight the husband because the husband is the one that actually chooses someone mind you some people might not be really happy in relationships or in their marriages and i guess they are allowed to actually explore something outside of that thing you know we are also like raised in a polygamous kind of environment like ever since i was young i had to experience such i wouldn't say it's the most favorable or part to actually grow up through like because i feel like you know polygamy actually puts a whole big family that actually doesn't like each other together and so you experience a lot of things you know a lot of hating you know a lot of hatred and a lot of just like you know witchcraft i don't know i feel like you know everyone that has been through polygamy has grown under an extended family they have a story where they suspect that someone did something to them you know if you know Clement Morris actually came with the same story that he thought like you know someone you know you know was actually in charge of like wiping away his parents and so you know it's just it's not a favorable environment to be in but you know i don't know that's just how our culture brought us up so if you know that guy that's with me thinks you know he wants to go you know through polygamy personally i wouldn't advise me to go through that because i don't know man she gives me cool kind of vibes, you know but if she's happy then who am i to actually dive into deep and try to give any advice to anything that is actually happening Around them, but without further ado, man, welcome to this episode. Please make sure that you subscribe. You know, if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, but if you're listening to it on Spotify, chances are very low. But if you are, please make sure that you follow the podcast and help us grow. But the first story I would will talk about definitely will be about Michali. Michali, you know, went out on Twitter and she said, Life is hard, but at least she doesn't have a baby. You know, this is something that you know. A lot of people frowned upon when they had it. They were like, oh, man, a baby is a blessing. You're supposed to have it, you know. Oh, man, why are you pointing at us? You know, it's not like, you know, it's the end of the world if you happen to have a child, which is actually true. You know, having a baby is not a crime, you know, but 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 hold on. Hold on one thing you should know is that having a baby is actually a lot of responsibilities and if you cannot sustain those responsibilities if you can't actually take care of that kid then you're actually shifting the responsibility to the next person that can actually you know fight to try and make sure that they make the ends meet for that baby i don't know if you get me but you know it's either your mom your dad or whoever is actually looking after you, you know, your guide, and you know, because they actually are taking care of you. So they can't just watch your kids starve to death. And so I think, like, you should always think of this stuff, you know. I, you know, personally, anything that anyone wants to do, that's up to them. But, you know, I feel bad, you know, I feel so sad, you know, for your parents if you actually choose to be in a position whereby you can't sustain yourself. Like, you know, your family is struggling in the first place, you have, like, like me, you know, I grew up, you know, learning about street vendoring, you know, going out there, you know, going to the markets and really, really hustling, you know, for my entire life, for my own life. So I don't think I would really want to put my parents in that, you know, in that situation because I know we're not, we're not, we're not raised under privilege. We don't have anything that we can say, okay, that is really, really ours and we can capitalize on that if we ever need any money to actually sustain anyone else beyond any, you know, timeline or anything. So I would say like, you know, Michelle is actually absolutely right. You know, life is difficult. Life is really hard. And the more you have more responsibilities, the more life will get so hard. And so I guess that's what she really literally meant. Like, You know, life is hard, but, you know, at least she doesn't have a baby, which in essence means at least she doesn't have a kid. And mind you, a kid, you know, beyond the fact that you can buy diapers, you can buy milk, you can buy, you know, food and everything. You can, you know, make sure that the kid is all dressed up and stuff, you know, it's it's literally like something that's gonna suck your freedom you know and i don't i don't say that you know for those that have them you know they don't have freedom but you know you're thinking for two people every time you have to do something mind you you still have to explore you know you still have to you know find the next person you're gonna be with because you know i just want to put this out there you know most of the people that get you know pregnant really young you know they actually get to you know to to experience the thing whereby you know The person who actually impregnated them decides to move away or decides to leave. And now they have a whole baby daddy and now they have to go to the next person and the next person has to deal with that baby daddy. And at the same time, they have to deal with the fact that, you know, they have this kid that, you know, they always have to think about every time they speak to someone. Because if you're talking to someone and you want to get into a relationship with that person, the first thing that you have to say is that you have a child. And if that person doesn't like your child, and then certainly it means you guys are never gonna be in a relationship because who wants to date someone that doesn't like their kid? And so, you know, you're always thinking for two, everything, you know, when you have to go out vacation, you know, explore anything, you know, any fun activity, you have to think who's gonna look out, you know, who's gonna look up after the baby, who's gonna take care of the child, you know, are you gonna bring that child with you when you're going for that vacation? Because certainly you have to, you know, It's your own, it's your own, you know, person. I don't want to use the word, you know, baggage and everything, you know, luggage and stuff, but I just want to say, man, Michalli was right. I get, though, why people are actually upset because they're actually in that situation and there's nothing they can do, you know. About it, and that's what that's what I've discovered about people. You know, whenever they are in a situation whereby they can't do something about their situation, they tend to retaliate when you brag about not being in such a situation because they feel like you know you're trying to judge them and you're trying to say you know they're bad beyond you know themselves thinking oh man you know I shouldn't you know have had that kid with that specific person because, you know, to tell the truth sometimes, most of the times, 100% of the times is that, you know, you find yourself having a child with someone that you don't really like and now you are in a situation like SK or whereby you have this whole woman lady built up to actually destroy you, you know, in everything that you do. I don't know, maybe, I think having a kid, you know, actually makes people disliked, you know, themselves, you know, especially if it's not something they planned on having you know especially because you know most of the times planned babies and kids are actually like through marriages and it's actually smooth because both of you guys actually wanted to have that kid but here is a situation whereby you have someone that you don't like and mistakenly you end up having a kid with that person you know look at look at it now you know you're gonna you're not gonna be there for the kid because literally it's a reminder that you have a bond with someone that you really don't like for your entire lifetime And so, you know, you have an entire situation whereby people are always frowning and frustrated. Why isn't that person actually seen with that kid? Why isn't that person actually taking pictures with that kid? Why isn't that person actually looking after that kid? And you realize, man, it's a reminder of the, the mistake that he made which i don't know sometimes people actually date you know people that they don't like which is something that i don't know why they do it but you know i guess there's something there's nothing i can do about it but you know you should think about all of this stuff you know and i realize that you know majority of the people especially teenagers you know you know the active young adults they don't want to you know have any protective you know you know sex and everything they don't want to protect themselves you know and everything you know and now you realize that they they actually rip what they saw and now they, 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 they get mad over Twitter. You know, they get mad on Twitter when someone like Michalli who actually plans these things comes out and say, well, at least I don't have a kid. You know, if instead of actually getting mad, make sure that you don't have the next kid if you, you know, if you already have a kid, you know, especially if you're not planning to have another kid. And if you are in a situation where you are defending the idea of having a kid because you feel like you're so in love in the relationship that you're in and now you feel like you should have a kid, please always make sure that you think about what I've just said. It's a responsibility. It's a bondage that you don't want to create with someone that you don't like. And also, please always understand that, you know, baby daddies are the most disrespectful people that anyone can ever not wish for. And the same applies with baby mamas because they will disrespect the person that actually loves you because, you know, for someone to actually take you in with a kid and also think, you know, I see, you know, a future regardless of the fact that, you know, I have to deal with being a stepdad or a stepmom you know you know that person that that person really likes you and now you have a situation whereby someone just budges into the house in the in the word of saying you know i'm coming to actually see my kid you know i want my kid bring my kid and everything and i've had a lot of men complaining about that you know that he you know the step this not the step daddy the, actually the baby daddy actually calls the entire time and says you know i want to see my kid bring my kid and now the woman you know stands up and just goes, you know, and go and make sure that, you know, the other, you know, dad actually sees their kid, especially if they don't have any child with the person that they're currently with. These people call the shots. And so now you're never going to be happy because everyone will not, no one ever likes it when, you know, you're, you're listening to someone that you're not with, you know, and it's actually understandable why people actually like make sure that their baby daddies are good because that's the father of their child, you know. The kid the lives the, the 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 life of the kid actually you know in some way revolves around that father of their child you know so they have to also actually make sure that you know if he's good the kid is also good but you know nobody wants to actually go through over you know all of these things you know so always remember these things you know always plan for this thing you know don't actually attack meali you know she actually you know was you know having a light moment of being happy but you know look into yourself look at yourself you know try to work on yourself instead of like you know retaliating and attacking the next person who actually is voicing out something which they actually you know glad to be you know to be ex to be to be excluded from you know but yeah, um, we have to move on right now. I think like we spoke about Michlali for the longest time. And I get I get excited when I speak about Michlali because, you know, unlike other people, I think of her with an open mind. You know, I admire how far she has come, you know, and I admire the things she actually tweets because, you know, these are stuff that you cannot say publicly to other people. But, you know, you actually like feel like it's actually something that you actually should say. But, you know, you get it, you know. So when says she had 11 abortions on her new show, um, Zodo answers that, you know, I, I believe that's the name of the show. If it's not the name of the show, please, you know, I stand corrected. But yeah, this is what she actually said. There's actually, you know, video clips, you know, circulating on the Internet, you know, and people actually getting shocked. I'm shocked, too. I don't want to lie. I'm really shocked. 11. Abortions. That's like eleven potential doctors and potential engineers that have been wiped off the planet. You know, it's actually crazy because just afterwards, just before we're speaking about you know pregnancy and having a child, you know, and everything, and now we speak about abortion, and you're like, man, things are actually hectic. I don't know, you know, what I have to say, but I just, I just want to say that for me, the only time I'd say abortion is cool, you know, is when you know someone actually gets raped because literally no one wants to be reminded of their rape you know every time they see or they look at their child and mostly mostly most of the times we have some exceptions you know you know you have kids not being looked up because you know they're a result of rape which is actually like okay you know I don't, I don't i don't frown upon it you know i know it's not the baby's you know it's not the baby's fault but we cannot ignore the fact that you know that would be a reminder for the mother you know for whoever actually you know got you know to have that unfortunate you know event happen to them, you know. But you know, I just wanna say that man, it's crazy that you know there's someone who actually has had eleven abortions. You know, I don't know what the reasons are but if the reasons, you know, don't include any rape inside them and I feel like it's really wrong. You can come at me all you want, but I feel like abortion is wrong except for those that actually got raped, you know, because you know, you just have to face your mistakes, man. I'm not saying any kid that comes is a mistake, you know, every baby is a blessing, but you know, you just have to deal with the fact that you've now, you know, you are now in the process of bringing a whole new person that has an entire timeline, an entire life, you know, ahead of them. An entire maybe we don't know why we are here, you know, maybe we don't even know why, you know, we get to see Zodor Zodo Band, you know going to the clubs and everything maybe we could be having the next black elon musk for us to actually be proud of out of those 11 kids that we're now walking over on top of you know i'm literally i'm against you know this act you know except for the people who actually got raped you know so for me it was also a shock you know some people were saying it's a whole football team that actually got aborted, and i'm like bro you must really be tough to actually have to do that every day. And so literally, literally most this people, this person can actually like kill a child because, you know, I don't think she actually feels right now. Does she actually feel it right now? You know, when she has to go over it, does she actually stay and think about, you know, all of these things? Because I know people actually make that rash decision of actually aborting a baby. And then afterwards they go through it. An entire you know period whereby they actually regret doing it. I don't know. There's no doubt about it. You know, actually, like does she even bleed? Because I don't know. We given you know the whole idea that you know people when they undergo you know, abortion they actually bleed. I don't know. Maybe it's the back door kind of abortion, but you know, it's crazy. But that's, that's that 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 is what it is. You know, Senzo Moyo also it was another shock because it caused rumors. Oh there was it was rumored that Sensome was actually having an affair with Kelly's sister. Oh man. <laughs> that is that it changes the entire thing because now people think, you know, well, that actually makes sense. Why she why he had to be Short, because you know you never know, maybe it's because you know people were actually having an argument in the house, you know Kelly Kumar was mad and now pulled the trigger or anything like that, you know, so it changes the entire you know dimensions you know of this entire case and everything, but i don't know man until i until I hear the full story you know from Kelly because she was there, she was literally there don't 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 be fooled by the fact you know that she you know people are saying that you know. Regardless of whether she's innocent or not, she was there, so she knows the full story. I want to hear from her, you know, what happened, what really happened, you know. I don't want speculations. someone coming with a story which they think is more relevant, you know. But actually, the witness, you know, that came actually saying the same thing, you know. But when I watched the case, you know, I was there, you know. I was looking, you know, at what was happening, the proceedings. And then I saw someone actually falsely accusing someone, I could tell from the person's reaction because the person at first was shocked, you know. Like, do you do you know when you're really shocked about like, are you for real, bruh? You know, because he, the person that was being say that is the one that actually, you know, had the struggle with Senzo Mayua before he, you know, he he had to, you know, he had his untimely death. You know, they pointed at the person because he was there in the in the court, but then at first when they pointed at him he laughed because it was like he couldn't believe it he was in shock and i know you know for a lot of people you know the first thing when you're in shock you just laugh you're like what this is an obvious obvious lie and anyone can tell you know it's a lie but you know afterward, he actually afterwards he actually like cried and i realized that man this entire case is rigged. you know so you know these stories you know People to just come with anything you know to make sure that they prolong the case you know at the end of the day people lose interest and no one actually watches it beyond you know beyond you know that entire time that we see it through to actually like keep on like cheering for justice and 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 fighting for the justice of of mayor you know and everything so yeah, it is crazy, you know me too myself too when i watched it and i saw that i was like man this case is rigged i'm not gonna continue watching it because what's the point because what if what really is the point if we're going to have someone you know coming in and pointing randomly at anyone you know when especially because the first description that the person gave doesn't match the description of the person that he actually is pointing at right now and so you're like man this is a waste of time it's just like making us believe that you know you know, there's something that is being done to actually make sure that Sanzomewa's family actually gets justice. But in this sense, you know, you're like, man, they're never going to get justice. I feel like this is a case whereby, you know, it's going to take the person who knows what actually happened, you know, to actually come out and confess and say, you know what? I'm tired of living a lie. I'm tired of having this thing eating me from inside out. I just want to go out and voice it out and I want to talk about it. And that is the only time this case will entirely be, will entirely, you know, get solved. But and other than that, I don't see it going anywhere, man, you know. But yeah, um, AKA performs, you know, composure in front of Caspanyol vest, which then angers Caspanyol. Vest. And Casper charging your uh, charges at him. There's a clip over by he confronts him, you know, surrounded by bodyguards, you know, and everything. And people are like, man, why did you have to bring bodyguards? You've always said that you can move this person one-on-one. Like you've always said you can beat this person one-on-one. But now you have the opportunity. He's there standing on, on his own by himself. And literally, instead of you and just coming and clapping him like he clapped you once. He's just bringing an entire, you know, whole, you know, team to actually support you as you're having this confrontation with him. But I'm like, man, that was one disrespectful post move by AKA, you know, to actually say, you know, man, I'm here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to re-sing or, you know, I'm going to re-perform the song that I actually created against you. And for those that don't know what Composite is, Composite is a beef track that AKA, AKA actually wrote you know, for Casper your Vest and it was the best, you know, beef beef track between the two tracks, you know, because he, Casper your Vest, also released Dust to Dust, which, mm, for me, it was meh, it wasn't that great, but, you know, I don't know, it had its ups and then it had its downs, but for Combosio, man, even today, I still bump it, even today, I know it word for word, but Dust to Dust, man, man I don't know i I just know that you said you, uh, you say you went to mouthtown and sat on my throne i think and then I think he said that's a lie or anything, but it felt like for him you know at a Adela- like you know unlike a k a who actually like wrote the word with you know with art you know putting the art in the artist, you know husband your verse was really angry, you can hear when he with his lyrics you can tell that they were personal like It was like the same as Duncan against Big Zool. Like, and with those tracks, like, we can't play it forever. But Composure, man, we can always play it because there was artistry in it, you know. There was art in it, you know. The person actually, you know, composed it, you know, and actually spent time writing it. And so, you know, that's why it's a timeless track. But I also feel like it settles the beef, you know, on who is a better artist, you know. And also, settles, you know, the beef, you know the score on which was the better track because if till today you know when they sing this song you get pressed you get touched it actually tells you you know that you know man you probably shouldn't be competing you know with him he's actually a better artist than you but for me man i like both i like both of them i like aka i like casper universe i feel like they are all good in what they do you know in their own space for me customer is someone i look up to as a black person because i feel like man you know he has done a lot he has come so far in the business world he's super smart he understands this whole thing and you know you know if i speak about understanding this whole thing you re you actually realize that casper universe doesn't really want to fight aka he just wants to promote his show he just wants to make sure that his show gets a lot of viewership which is why you know he's not going to go you know face to face and clap aka He's always gonna go back to twitter and say man i actually wanted to fight you but you know i would rather prefer fighting you in the ring because you know that's one-on-one and everything some everyone will, will actually be there that's a whole you know story that he's building around it to actually say i want you to come Make me money in my own show. Get more viewerships for me. For other people to actually come and start supporting my show. Because if I happen to win, I feel like everyone else will want to keep on fighting me. The same thing that I spoke about earlier about Pretty Ugly. You know, now he has momentum. He has people that actually want to fight him. Casper Yves is not all about fighting. People need to understand this. He's not someone that is like... I want to really fight. I really want to box. He's like someone that I really want to make this business work because I've started it and I don't want to see it fade. That's why he never wants to fight Big Zulu because if he fights Big Zulu and Big Zulu moves him, it means that there won't be next, you know, people that want to, you know, fight him or box him because, you know, they're going to say that, ah, man, why should I fight you when it's obvious that you can't, box anyone everyone keeps fighting you you know they win you know the same thing you know after knock music like the smoke the whole you know you know hype against you know around the show was just like ah eh, man why should we fight casper Vest when he just like got moved easily that much you know and so the whole thing people don't understand casper nioves isn't really about this whole i want to fight people It's mostly about i want to make this whole a banger, I want to make this show actually work. And that is what people don't understand. Because many can say literally everything on Twitter to make sure, you know, that he trends and you guys actually have an interest in what he's doing and what he puts out there, you know, his shoes, root of fame, anything that he's working on. To make sure that you guys actually pay attention to it you know sponsors actually have distraction around it you know they can actually say you know customer University someone is always trending so if we trust him with you know representing our brand then a lot of people are actually going to see that brand he's never going to do something that you know will not benefit him financially and you know around his hype and that is something that i actually respect about C- customer and i feel like you know this is the whole thing around aka you know he has a lot of people that want to fight him but he wants to fight aka because aka has a whole fan base and you know they have, have they have had the longest beef and you know with them having had the longest beef you know they can actually you know intrigue a lot of people a lot of people can be interested in actually watching that fight and you know a lot of people can actually you know get to see casper fighting and if he's good they're actually gonna want to see more of his fight it's just a simple business plan business model that he's working on you know he has everything figured out but there's one thing you know that you know he doesn't realize is that aka will not ever want to work with him or for him or make any money for him so that's why this fight will never happen and that's it you know anything else just know remember my words you know this new new album allows him to reach 1 million YouTube subscribers and also increases his listeners on Spotify shooting him up above 900k listeners per month I feel like this is something that we need to clap for we really need to clap for because you know it's it's historic you know to see someone from SA from South Africa a rapper to say because you know I hate this because every time, you know, when, when, when C actually surpassed 1 million, people were like, oh, well, boy actually surpassed millions. Whiskey, you know, has a lot of you know, subscribers. Davido has a lot of subscribers. I'm like, bruh, these people are doing Afro beats. You know, and they're like, oh, well, in their bio it says they're also rappers. They are also rappers. C is a rapper. Just a rapper he's not doing other tunes he's not bringing other people you know to actually come and listen to a lead song you know and now if if you if you had this debate for me and then i would say you know then youngster is also killing people you know youngster then is killing and your verses, he's killing gaspano versus that's what you say he's killing aka if that's what you're saying because youngster came through as a rapper in the first time and he is actually described as also a rapper but he's doing well-rounded music those people don't deserve to say for you to say that, you know, they're actually lit in in, in, in rap. Young Standard is lit in Bena boy is lit in Afrobeat. But Nesteci is the first greatest African rapper. And he has one million and we should give him his flowers. Let us celebrate him. Let us not drag other people into this topic. Let's actually appreciate this. And I've had like a whole back and forth, you know fight with someone on youtube at the end of the day we were like cool bro it's good it's just a clean you know conversation nothing you know nothing deep everything bro which is every time i like to always end my my debates like that and just like appreciate like everything and say you know we're good and everything it's cool we just like we were just like having a conversation but you know I hate the fact that, you know, whenever someone reaches a milestone, people like will try to bring him down by saying, you know, oh, well, someone is better than you, or someone like this did it. And also, one other thing, I was seeing a Zimbabwean rapper, and, you know, he was getting appreciated, you know, by blessed the American rapper. And, you know, people, you know, I, I commented and said, soon, You'll hear people saying that he sounds too American, he should try, you know, he's not from America, he should represent us. And what you what you guys don't realize is that the person is actually getting appreciated because of how good he sounds in the space that he's, that, that he's in, in the accent that he is in, in the English that can actually be listened to by everyone worldwide. If you say that person needs to stop doing that, then you're saying that they should Neglect their old art and start on something they are not good at so that they don't succeed, you know, and I don't know my I don't I don't know man why we as black black people always like do that thing, you know, we will never be happy for every, for anyone but we will be the first people to talk about those people when they fall. Because we never gave them, you know, the flowers. We never gave them the support. We're just like there, trying to bring them down and everything. And then when they're down, we actually get to celebrate. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe it's because of our skin color. Maybe it's because we're black. You know, we then end up, you know, having a black heart too. But, you know, man, I get, I don't know. I feel like you know. Um. Also, have to appreciate Black Coffee because he was also in another in another podcast. He was speaking about how he made a hundred million US dollars. You know while playing you know djing with one hand i feel like that is remarkable as soon as i look at that banner as soon as i look at that thumbnail i was like man that's great that is amazing you know that's a milestone you know you know that people will underplay that will downplay you know they will not you know appreciate it but i appreciate man I appreciate how Black Coffee has been moving and how great he's becoming every day. And mind you, this podcast was by an American and it actually has a lot of views. It just tells you about how great and amazing Black Coffee is worldwide. And mind you, in this story, there's also a black person, multiple black people on Twitter, you know, around saying that, black coffee is making music that is too you know international they don't want it they want him to make you know maybe go whatever south african music that you guys describe as worthy of being south african and that he should stick to his roots i'm like bro this person is loved by everyone for what he's actually doing he's respected you know in the deep house space because he creates music that is actually dope across every country and you want him to just like lower that to just one country because you feel like that's how things are supposed to be in the first place you're not even supporting that person you know we have people that are doing it like that you know this isn't deep and everyone that is deep house like that they're doing the way that you know you guys want it to be done in south africa you know a lot of people cairo i can count them you know till the entire day The couple what happened to the couple? where is the couple because you guys you know you feel like what should be put first is you know whatever you want and at the end of the day you realize that you don't even know what you want yourself and at the end of the day you know you're going to break someone that is actually going in a way that is benefiting them. So please every time support people when they get recognized worldwide don't come at them. Don't angle waffle the situation because I anglo waffle was also someone that actually got you know shamed the most you know because he got she got reco she got recognition, you know and drake was there appreciating her. everyone then started feeling some type of way and then they tried all they could to bring that person down you know and it's crazy because i remember her posting a screenshot of ricky rick actually showing support and saying this is your time don't mind whatever the, you know other people are saying whatever they're saying keep on shining baby girl and i'm like That's what I want to do, you know, in my entire life. I just want to recreate the entire thing of this life and make sure that, you know, when when I when I go or when I'm not around anymore, people will actually reminisce and think we're actually improved because of this person. And that is one thing that we should always strive for, something that we should always fight for, you know. But yeah, speaking of, you know, getting remembered and, you know, the whole transition into the whole new world, Flubbers killer. I think it's Cindy Seagull, right? Is now out and set to start a documentary on what happened the night Flower was killed. She also had, you know, a conversation with Mark G in their podcast, and people were super mad. They were like, Why are you giving this murderer a chance to actually be? you know making money and promoting their shows and everything why is this person actually even getting a documentary in the first place and i understand people's frustrations i'm also frustrated too you know because she only got i think six years right at max and now she's out and i'm actually thinking of the fact that you know if it was a guy oh my god (sighs) Would ha- that person would have spent their entire life in jail i think like it's unfair actually even the fact that you know we have people coming out having tv shows having documentaries everyone especially especially everyone that actually took a life you know having them come out you know in just five years and six years people can actually risk it you know to say you know well let me do this and i'm gonna be great after five years because i'm gonna come up after i'm gonna come out after five years and then we'll have shows we'll have tvs like moja Loves and every other you know tv you know that actually you know promotes these things they'll come to me and they will want me to do a documentary and you know i'm just gonna rock and i'm gonna make sure that i'm actually you know succeeding you know i'm uh, from there i'm just gonna take it on and on and on and on and on and now you're realizing that when i just like condoning these things when actually we're not actually like because people come come and say that well you know it's a mistake anyone can do a mistake you know we should we shouldn't you know come at them for making a mistake but I'm like man the more people realize you know how forgiving you guys are you know in terms of mistakes how there is room for every mistake then the more they will actually make more mistakes because they know that you guys are going to respect them. You know, you're going to forgive them. You're actually going to bring them back into their society just that easily. And the more you're going to have this crime rates escalating because people are going to capitalize on this. I'm just saying that, you know, let's make sure that we, we, we create a society whereby it's not that easy to commit a crime. You know that you're going to be in trouble if you ever dare to try and make that mistake and might you have ladies dying every year because of gbv you know same applies to the other gender you know because of gbv and so you realize that it's not it's not something that we want to encourage it's not something that we want to promote you know and try and hype and everything and i try and show people that they know there is a room for any mistake there shouldn't be any room for any mistake especially a mistake of taking someone's life That is my two cents. That is what I have to say. And I know people are not going to actually, you know, accept what I'm saying. But I'm saying, man, understand this. If you were the family of someone who died and then you realize that the person who actually killed it, that person is coming out to make a documentary and they're going to cash out a couple of bucks from it. Would you be happy? Would you say, you know, well, it was a mistake. Let us just forget about it just like that. Would you? Oh, because you're not the one actually going through it, you know, then you're okay. But yeah, um, Jacob Zuma is also back from jail and, you know, it, it spiked a lot of controversy online, you know, be, between Zulus and everyone, you know, around, you know, people attacking Zulus, you know, saying Ramaphosa was out there as well, you know, condoning this whole violence, you know. Against Zulus, he wasn't there, now they have someone that they love back, I just want to say that I'm glad, man, I'm glad Jacob Zuma was back, because I understand he was not liked by a lot of people, and that actually says that, you know, if you're not liked by a lot of people, that actually means that you're not a people's pleaser, and so, I'm just on the side of people that actually back to see Jake. I I happy to see Jacob Zuma because I remember him saying that instead of focusing on a lot of projects that you guys, you know, wanna do as a government, why don't you prioritize making sure that everyone in the SA is educated? And I feel like. That is the most remarkable thing ever because the more you educate people, the more you're going to have people that will contribute to the economy of their society, the economy of their country. Show sure, he had his flows, the Guptas and everything. He had his flows. That, that I want to put out there. But if you have someone that, you know, in those flows that they have, they actually have something, you know, that they are doing good, you know. At least don't overlook the good of it. But, you know, If you have someone that is entirely wrong and is not doing anything to actually help the country, then that person should literally, you know, fall behind the person that actually has a bit of something that they are doing for the people of the country. So I'm glad, man, to see Jacob Zuma coming back. I respect him. I also think that he has a great sense of humor and a great heart because he actually cared about a lot of other people. So those that don't like Jacob Zuma, you know, that's that's them, you know. They have their values, which I also respect, you know. That's, those are their own reasons. I respect them. But as soon as I saw his fight to make sure that everyone gets educated, I was like, I, was like, I respect the man. I really respect the man. I'm actually, you know, more happy to have him come back to the society. We need you know, fathers that will come back and say, you know, I want to see my youth grow. I want to see my youth, you know, you know, become, you know, pivotal in the growth of this country. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling to have, you know, the legendary Jacob Zuma back, you know. But yeah, speaking of the youth makazi also flourishes well she's she's not a youth but you know you get what i'm saying you know she flourishes and she has filled multiple stadiums and i don't there's, a, there's not a lot that i want to say about it i just want to point it out and say that she's actually doing amazing she's actually a great person if you look at her story man There were so many reasons for her to give up and to actually see, you know, see her becoming the person that she is right now, beyond the hate, beyond the struggles, you know, being used by her labels and also, you know, having a situation where she was also raped, you know, and everything. To actually see her channeling that, you know, and at the end of the day, becoming an amazing and a great person, you know, I feel like we have our own musical Oprah Winfrey that's that's just what what i think of my i feel like you know if she continues if she plans things well she 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 plans well with her money and everything She's actually gonna have a story similar to that of oprah winfrey and we're all gonna be proud of her we already are proud of what she's doing and i just want to see her grow i just want to see her win that is just what I love about Makazi and what I wanna see about Makazi, you know, but for every low for every high there is a low Sahara is singing low, and I mean low, and I mean low, 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 you know, think of low and then think of something that is lower than that low, you know she actually has a video of her that is circulating around where she's having a whole performance that is literally you know it's sad at the same time, it's funny, you're like, man. How are people actually, you know, able to listen throughout this entire, you know, performance and be cool with it, especially if they paid their entire money? And a lot of people are saying this is because she, you know, she drinks too much. You know, she still hasn't gotten over the habit of drinking, you know, but I feel like, man, I don't know, man, we need to get Zahara some help, you know. I also think that she, she has yes people around her, you know, that are using her as much as she said TS Records was as, was actually using her. They want her to keep on going, having these shows and everything and not giving her advice whereby they are telling her that, man, you're not doing it right. You know, your performances are sinking. you know, please, can you actually sort out your struggles, sort out your issues? You know, make sure that you you get everything that you're going through sorted out because you're not giving yourself, you're not giving the world the best version of you. And as soon as they do that, man, Zahara is going to boom. Zahara is going to grow up. Zahara is going to shoot to the stars because she is super talented. That is one thing about Zahara. She is super talented. But The problem is I feel like she doesn't have people that will give her honest feedback and also at the same time will say, man, Zahara, get some help. You know, we have someone that we want that we want to suggest to you that you can actually get help from. But you really need to get help as soon as possible. You know, and I did have Zahara's number, but, you know, I mean, I'm not in a position whereby I'm actually someone that she has a picture of in her head that she knows, you know, And, you know, I wish I could be there for her. And I just want to say that you guys have done a lot for Dr. Malinga and everyone else. I know you cannot donate, but, man, try and make sure that, you know, you find ways that you can help Zahara and her habit of drinking and everything. I mean, we've seen how people actually, you know, sink low, you know, go low because of this, you know. And so please make sure make sure make sure make sure that you help her out and she finds the best help but you know who else or who else also needs help Musa Kaula for the post that he's making and he made it again he came back and he made a post of Musa, of of Lulu Cafe and that's the one we spoke about in the previous episode only the difference is that you know in the previous episode we were speaking of it in past terms, but right now it's actually there again it's up again. Okay? I don't know what he's trying to prove or anything, but I feel like man has is really going to ruin people's, you know, lives. You know, not even in the sense of how they are viewed by people out there, but in the sense of like their own well being, their safe space. You know, we're gonna have you know, to see people like you know, drinking their sorrows away and becoming the worst version of themselves only because people are too egocentral, you know, egocentric, you know, they want to just You know, I don't know what's wrong with this drug of cloud, you know, because people as soon as they chase cloud, they start doing a lot of stuff and they don't think about how it's going to treat the next person, how the next person is going to feel. They just want to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I just want to say, man, I, I don't care what you guys do. I don't care how much you think Musa Kaula is great. I don't personally, you know, for doing this, I don't really condone him. I don't like what he's doing. I'm never going to like what he's doing because I'm someone that is more about positive vibes. Yeah? You have someone, you know, whatever for a reason. But I don't think Lulo Cafe's video actually shows anything than exposing him in a space where he's the most vulnerable. Like, I don't get the whole thing. I'm not really for it. And I really am against it. And I don't know. Musa Kaula, whatever his fans, you know, they say or anything and support I feel like it's very wrong what he's doing and it's always going to be wrong. I don't want to even sit down and actually hear someone else say that there is something that is good about it. There is nothing good about going on the internet and posting people on their, at their lowest, at their vulnerable spot. How can you post someone bathing? How? If they're fully naked and they're bathing, why, why would you post such a video? Why would you do it twice? Why would you do it again? Despite, you know, getting every, you know, lashed, you know, getting lashed, you know, getting everything. Maybe he's fighting for the fact that he got banned because he actually posted, you know, that video. And now he's trying to get at people. But are you thinking about the person that is actually, you know, going through what you're doing? Man, it's crazy. I really, I really, I really am disappointed. And Musa Kaula, I'm really disappointed, and I know in the next five years he's going to regret this. For now, he's just riding the cloud wave, and I'm ashamed to actually know that there is a Musa Kaula out there. Really ashamed. That is that is something that I genuinely feel, and I stand by. Regardless, but yeah, um, we we, we come back to Misali. Nota now is coming at Misali. I, I knew that Misado would pop out again in in this in this talk but you know not that came out and say that his mother who is 65 years old actually is in better shape than misaj and my symbol chart is who cares and also why are you looking at you at your mom in that eye like I don't understand why are you looking at your mom in that eye? of looking at who has a better body. Like, that is weird. (laughs) The lowest kind of weird. You know, you can have every other conversation, but why are you bringing your family now? Because Michelle is now going to retaliate and your entire mom's name will just be getting thrown over, you know, everywhere. Just like, I feel like maybe it's actually like getting thrown around, you know, on the Twitter streets. And so, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that to, to the old lady? Don't you have some respect for and for your own mom? I know you disrespect me, because you have you look down on her. You know, I, I think Nota is also someone that actually you know has this whole Cloud pill really messing him out. He's just like following and following and following and following Cloud, and he can he's gonna do anything for Cloud to make sure that he keeps getting more and more and more and more, and People like this day actually are the ones that get to break down at the end of the day because they're going to realize they were doing all of these things and they lost everything and everyone that matters around them and or that matters around them because they just wanted to be famous and be the talk every time. Have some respect for Mithali. Have some respect for your own mom. Have some respect for your dad. Have some respect for yourself, Nota. Have some respect for yourself. This was not something you're supposed to to bring even out there. For you to actually even talk about something like that. Is is Cloud so famous that you don't care about the dignity of your mom that you can just like throw your mom's name on the internet? What is wrong with you? I don't get it. What is wrong with Nota? What is wrong with everyone that is obsessed with the internet? Why are you guys happy to do anything that will break someone's heart or break someone's dignity or reputation? People now, when they look at Nata's mom, they're not going to look at Nata's mom as Nata's mom. But they're going to look at her as the mother that has a a beautiful body. And when they realize that the body is not as exceptional as Michelle's body, they're going to come for her and they're going to take pictures, put in the internet, mock her. And what are you going to think about that? Do you still think that's a good idea to actually go around and do that? People don't think, you know. They don't think at all, you know. But we're going to close this episode, you know, with Lekau, Strip, and then Part Two as well. Because it is it is rumored that they they are working well. According to LeKau, he's saying that he's getting offers, he's getting people coming and saying, you know, would love to help you start a factory locally, which I feel like is going to create a lot of jobs. But then there's the false rumor, which LeKau say that is false, you know, whereby people are spraying lies, saying that you know, Drip is now owned by the Jews. I don't. There's nothing wrong about it, but. One thing that's wrong is that they are trying to demotivate people from supporting it because they're saying, well, someone else is benefiting and it's not a black person. And so they are doing that to say, don't support him. But in the first place, they were the ones saying that, you know, Lekao is not doing the right thing by not producing locally. And now that there is hope that he's going to produce locally, they're like, where did you get the money? But in the first place, they were like, why don't you do it here? Why are you importing? You know, why should we support you when you're actually like helping other people from you know other places actually benefit instead of helping us benefit and i've i've realized one thing about south africans you know too entitled everything they feel like you know it should be done for them you should do it for them if you don't do it for them they're not going to support you if you don't if, if they are not happy which is literally hard is the hardest thing to do to satisfy south africans to make anyone who's South African to actually be proud of you, it's something that you can never do. You can never do this, and I hope that, like, I will actually understand this: that he can never please South Africans. No one can ever do that, especially if you're South African. South Africans hate themselves; they hate South Africans. And I'll give you a classic example of Mansa Mate. You know, he's doing content that a lot of other South Africans actually do in SA, but. They don't get the same love that someone else from outside the country actually gets, like Mansa May. Why? Because South Africans will always be there cheering for someone who's outside and not themselves. And yet they are the ones who are saying that, oh, well, why don't you support us? Why don't you just grow us? But they don't want to grow someone from inside. That's the craziest thing about South Africans, the craziest thing which is really really so unfair and they are trying to do the same thing to drip they're trying to make sure that they fast forward the drips fall because they see that it's taking off starting to get its wheels and it's starting to roll and now they want to bring it down in as much as they can just like they always do to every artist that pops everyone that actually you know shines they try as soon as you start making waves they'll make sure that they make sure that they bring you down I don't know where we get such kind of heart, but I'm not trying to shout at anyone, but I feel like we can change, man. We can try and start supporting each other and making sure that everyone is good, everyone is, everyone is okay, you know. Beyond the, oh, it's funny, oh, you know, I'm just voicing out my concerns, are you actually thinking about the person that, you know, you're trying to raise your concerns, you know, against? Are you thinking how they're going to feel? after you say whatever you say that is always people people that think before we say something and that will make us a better you know society a better country and that is where you actually start seeing black people actually you know taking positions at corporate places you know at the leading roles you know that's where you'll have more people you know occupying the seats which Can influence change. And if it's people that are black. It will influence change for the blacks. You know. Because even if out of 100 we have one person that. You know. Out of 100 black people we have one person. That actually thinks for black. At least we will have the chance of having that one person. Other than trying to destroy everything. So we'd never have any chance. You know. And I feel like we can. We can make things better. We can you know. Do better. And I just want to say that. Let us do better. At least this is something I should get from this episode of the podcast. But other than that, I'm really, really happy and glad that you listen up until this end. You know, And I hope that there is something that you learned. And if I did make you sad, if I did make you angry, I am genuinely sorry. I just made sure that I speak something as it is and... I'm really sorry. I really am sorry. My chat is never to make anyone really mad, but it's always to make sure that I am as transparent and I am as direct as I can for those that will come and think, okay, that's actually insightful. That's all. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really happy that you're here and I'm really happy that you've listened up until this far. And I just want to say, take good care of yourself and I'll see you in the next episode. Up until then. Lots of love.